Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the March 28th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we look at numbers 624 to 628 of the Catechism. Paragraph 3, Jesus Christ was buried, 624. By God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone. In his plan of salvation, God, God ordained that his son should not only die for our sins, but should also taste death, experiencing the condition of death, the separation of his soul from his body, between the time he expired on the cross and the time he was raised from the dead. The state of the dead Christ is the mystery of the tomb and the descent into hell. It is the mystery of Holy Saturday, when Christ, lying in the tomb, reveals God's great Sabbath rest after the fulfilment of man's salvation, which brings peace to the whole universe. Christ in the tomb in his body. 625. Christ's stay in the tomb constitutes the real link between his passable state before Easter and his glorious and risen state today. The same person of the living one can say, I died and behold, I am alive forevermore. God, the Son, did not impede death from separating his soul from his body, according to the necessary order of nature, but has reunited them to one another in the resurrection, so that he himself might be in his person the meeting point for death and life, by arresting in himself the, the decomposition of nature produced by death, and so becoming the source of reunion for the separate parts. 626. Since the author of life who was killed is the same living one who has risen, the divine person of the Son of God necessarily continues, continued to possess his human soul and body separated from each other by death. By the fact that at Christ's death his soul was separated from his flesh, his one person is not itself divided into two persons. For the human body and soul of the Christ has existed in the same way from the beginning of his earthly existence, in the divine person of the Word, and in death, although separated from each other, both remained with one and the same person of the Word. You will not let your servant see corruption. 627. Christ's death was a real death, in that it put an end to his earthly human existence. But because of the union which the person of the Son retained with his body, his was not a mortal corpse like others, for it was not possible for death to hold him. And therefore divine power preserved Christ's body from corruption. Both of these statements can be said of Christ. He was cut off out of the land of the living, and my flesh will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor let your Holy One see corruption. Jesus' res resurrection on the third day was the sign of this also, because bodily decay was held to begin on the fourth day after death. Buried with Christ. 628. Baptism, the original and, and full sign of which is immersion, efficaciously signifies the descent, in, the, the descent into the tomb by the Christian who dies to sin with Christ in order to live a new life. 
we were buried, therefore with him, by baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So very well, this burial of Christ, the fact that Christ is buried, is um, a mystery of the church. This is the mystery of Holy Saturday, that Christ is in the tomb, that he really died, that it wasn't a pantomime, it wasn't a make-believe, it wasn't God play-acting, it was something real, that he really died. Death, again, physical death, is the separation of body and soul. And this was the case in Christ, that he truly died for our sins. He was buried in the tomb. You can go and you can see the tomb. This is the the centre of the the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. You can see the tomb where Christ was buried. Okay, in two days of this podcast, we'll be looking at the resurrection. But today, to, to stress the fact that he really died, that this was something that Christ humanly was horrified by. He sweated blood. He begged the Father to let this chalice pass away from him. And yet, not my will, but your will be done. He entered death, not accusing, not getting angry, not uh, blaming people, but on the cross saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And today we look at this death of Christ, this death on the cross, that is the thing that we're all invited to join ourselves to. And then just forgive me the very last comment because liturgy is my area. This number 628 is important as well. Baptism, the original and full sign of which is immersion. That for baptism to be celebrated fully, it should be with immersion. The baby or the person who's being baptised should be put fully under the water. In a sense, baptism, it sounds lovely. It's a very holy word, baptism. In Ireland, we often use the word christening instead of baptism. But this baptism sounds to be really holy. And yet, basically, it's the Greek word for dunking, to dunk, as in dunking donuts. That this is what the word baptism comes from. It is to immerse. And that by our baptism, we're called to be immersed in Christ, to be drowned in him to be sunk in him, to be to go down into the tomb with him so that from there we can experience eternal life with him. And so now there's just a small and brief section after this. This today and tomorrow and are actually both uh, one day for a full section. So in brief, 6 to 9, to the benefit of every man, Jesus Christ tasted death. It is truly the Son of God made man who died and was buried. 6.30. During Christ's period in the tomb, his divine person continued to assume both his soul and his body, although they were separated from each other by death. For this reason, the dead Christ's body saw no corruption. Very good. We'll continue tomorrow and we'll look at 6.31 to 6.35. God bless.